Will you outlast your money? Do you stay awake at night worrying about providing for your family? Are you making the right decisions about your investments? There are many life-changing decisions that arise and questions you want answered when going through divorce or after you've received your settlement. This is the Financially Ever After podcast, where you'll hear stories of women like you and get advice from the industry's top professionals. Here's your award-winning and nationally recognized host, Stacey Francis. Welcome to Financially Ever After. I am your host, Stacey Francis. And today I'm going to be interviewing Ivy Slater, who is a professional certified business coach, a speaker, and international best-selling author. And just because she's not busy enough, both a podcast host and has a wonderful LinkedIn live show. She went from owning and operating a seven-figure printing business, learning everything you need to know about building a successful business, to starting Slater Success, which focuses on us, business owners, who want to be great leaders, who want to bring growth and expansion to their business. And today, she talks to us about building a business and succeeding through crisis. And if you're going through a divorce, well, you ticked that box. And she talks about putting together your support team, not only your emotional support team of other like-minded business owners, but your professional team. And that might be a business coach, an accountant, a CFO, a bookkeeper, the people you need to be able to lean on in these really hard times. Because as a business owner, often we feel alone and have a lot on our shoulders. And if you're going through a divorce, that plate that you have that's already full, well, you're stacking more things on top of it and trying to desperately balance it to not fall off. And make sure that you stay to the end because Ivy shares what resources you need to start to build that network. And what's wonderful is that we have in the show notes links to all of these organizations, networking groups, mind mapping groups, to be able to get the support you need so that you can move through your divorce as whole as possible for you, but also for your business. So without further ado, please help me welcome my dear friend, Ivy Slater. So Ivy, we're talking today about leading your company, continuing to be successful in your company when you're experiencing a divorce. And I know we're talking about divorce today, but it's really leading through crisis. And I'm just so pleased that you're here to talk about this because I know you have a personal story of having to lead a company through difficult times too. There's been a variety of times. There's been a variety of times. And the one thing very often about crisis is even when we know it's coming, when, we, when it's our own intention, we never truly understand the bandwidth of it and the impact of it. And very, very often, I'd say the majority of times, we don't see it coming. It just kind of pops out. If you think about the pandemic, like we kind of knew we had a problem on the horizon, but it was, you know, March 2020 of like all of a sudden, like one week, it's like, 
It's not on the horizons. It's here. It's now. It's current. It's today. Make an action plan and execute within the next X men hours, if not sooner, as business leaders. And crises are notorious for not having that time to create the huddle, create the strategy. Those are the rare and exceptional occasions. When a crisis comes up, it's that motivation to take action. And I'd say one of the biggest things when that happens is to stay grounded and clear headed, mm-hmm. which is one of the biggest challenges in a divorce when you want to remo- remove the emotion to get clarity, yet you're in a intimate relationship with your partner, or your spouse. And that is a hundred percent emotional. You know, I have to say, at least for me, <laughs> I wish I could leave my emotions at the door. I haven't figured out how to do that. And it seeps into your work as a business strategist and business coach and growth expert. What would you recommend to listeners who who are understandably struggling with being able to show up for their business and their clients and really struggling to be 100% because there's so much chaos going on in their personal life? You know, there's a few things. And it's interesting because as I'm sharing this, I'm not speaking as the strategist. I'm not speaking as the business consultant and coach. I'm going back in my mind and remembering the Saturday afternoon, my dad collapsed and passed on Sunday. And then I owned a printing company, a very successful printing company in that moment. And it was, okay, I'm not going to work on Monday. I don't know when I'm going back to the office. And to be able to make those clear-headed decisions in that time of this clear-headedness is not an option. And so I think, you know, in asking that question, Stacey, is understanding, number one, who is your support team Mm -hmm. and how do you use it? So, you know, whether you are the person executing a divorce or whether, whether you're surprised by it, okay, mm-hmm. we know in life there's going to be moments in times that things are going to happen. Morning of 9-11, mm-hmm. things are going to happen. There was no forewarning, right, mm-hmm. of the average American business leader. We had nothing, yet we had to go in by 9.05 and start executing. And that was another, a very emotional time. So how do you do that? Number one, know who your support team is. Build a support team. Every person in an organization is is replaceable, including the owner. Never lose sight of that. Because there are times that owners are going to need to step away for wonderful situations. My daughter's engaged. We're going to have a wedding in the fall. Hooray, hurrah. That doesn't mean Slater's success is closing for two weeks. So Mm -hmm. Ivy can be mother of the bride. Slater's success will function and Ivy will still be mother of the bride. So there's the wonderful occasions as well as the other side of the coin. So the same systems, and that's why these, these are systems that are important. Know who your support team is. Know who the roles and responsibilities are. And have them ready at all times. Don't be keeping things internal. Don't say, I'm not ready to share this. Your leadership team should be 
a key piece in brainstorming. Every person on your leadership team, whether they are part of your organization, part of a group you belong to, if it if it's you know if it's like a, a mastermind a, group, if or... it's an, if it's a mastermind group, a Vistage group, a tab group, a I run groups. You know, it doesn't matter, but know who your support team is because at times of crisis situations, you must be able to say to download on them. Okay, this is what's coming down because we have to prioritize in crises. Mm -hmm. But again, when we're in the emotional moments of those crises, it's very hard to see where the priorities are. So when you have that team in place and no matter where they are, you could download what's on your head and they can, as the outside counsel, help you prioritize. Okay, you know, where are your finances? Where are your checks? Going back many, many, many years and probably 97, I, my printing company, there were four partners. I was one of four partners and I had a hunch things were going south. Okay. A mm-hmm. hunch based on some insight from about 30 to 60 days before I walked in the office that Monday morning, half the office was cleaned out, file drawers was open. My receptionist was crying and I'm like, okay. And they're like, this one and this one obviously moved out over the weekend. I was like, no written no partners notice. Left. New partners left. No notice, no law, no, no accountants, no nothing. And I looked at the other partner and I'm like, and I was, I'm just going to preface this. I was 35. So I had a good head on my shoulders. I had been a partner. I had been running a book of business, running a company as a partner basis, but I had never taken the 100% lead. And I certainly, like I said, what are the two, what do we need to do? What are the first courses of action? And they're like, well, already checked the checkbook. We need to call the bank. We need to call the account. We need to call the attorney. I'm like, okay, right. Let's go. Right. It was just, there was that, okay, now Here are my what. marching orders. This is my priority. And you know, it's interesting that that's a business divorce. I mean, we're talking about divorce 100%. here, right? But that's when you have your partner just up and leave. I mean, that is... That is hurtful. I mean, FY, unethical, and we have a few other words that we can probably say that not allowed on the <laughs> there's podcast. A lot, but there's a lot of words you can put behind that. And I'm going to, in a polite way, I'm going to say it was very immature. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It was, it was acting a little bit like a teenager or not even maybe a nine-year-old having a fit. So I'm walking out. I'm running away from home, mommy. They yeah. know, right? They get to yeah. the driveway and they're like, oh my God, I see a star. I'm running home. But this, yeah. this was it. It is a business divorce. And, and I talk about that with organizations in, in coming into partners, partnerships and leading partnerships. And I've helped clients do both. In that way, how do you stay clear to know what your priorities are in that moment? And that's the piece here. Staying clear. So know your support team. Know who you can go to just download. Yep. Help prioritize. Mm-hmm. And then always have professional counsel as a business leader. One of my first questions who clients when clients come into working with me is, who's your attorney? They're like, well, what kind of attorney are you talking about? I was like, well, who's the attorney who set up this business? You know, who's your business attorney? Who's your accountant? Do you work with a CFO? I want to know that there's a professional team because mm-hmm. I come in as an extension of the professional team, because then we know if it's all of a sudden a personal crisis, you've got your team members. 
you have your team members, you're going to call your business attorney to say, hey, who do you know? If you're involved in a networking group, we're going to tap into that. If you're involved, right, we're going to tap into our, whether CFO or accountant or both. Your money, that is your personal money that is tied to a business. Exactly. Are there any things that are joint or, you know, how's the financial formula? I don't do what you do and I'm not a CFO. I've run a business for 20 some odd years. The trail of finance, the trail of money matters. Mm-hmm. And money is an emotional topic. And money matters even more when you're going through a divorce because there will be questions like, how much do you make from the business? And we've had individuals not know because their personal finances are so intertwined with the business that you actually can't really see what the expenses of the business are versus the income and having to unwind those. And so that's a big piece of of it too. So much anxiety, understandably, comes from money worries. And I mean, that's one of the top concerns going through divorce. Of course, your children, but also then it's money. And so you have a great point of, you know, get really clear, really clear on what the money situation is in the business, get really clear about the money situation outside the business. And I'll share that as a business owner, and, and I, I adore my business, but there are times when I feel alone, that feeling like you've gotten kicked in the teeth for whatever it is, and it's hard to talk to an employee about it or uh, yeah. a friend who doesn't own a business and always has been a W-2 all their life with job security or, you know, a friend who is an amazing woman, so busy as a stay-at-home mom, I think a harder job than mine, to be honest. So what you share of having your support team, whether it's networking groups, mind, you know, mastermind groups, but then your professional support team too of the business coach, the bookkeeper, you should have a book. I hope to God people are not doing their own books. Your accountant that hopefully can help you if you need to have them operate as more of like a CFO too, so that you can lean on them during this time. And you said something you just, you led this with, and I think it's an important piece of conversation to have is communication, who you should be talking to and who you shouldn't be talking to. Tell me more about that. I think I know who we're talking to, but who should we not be talking to? Because you just, that just scares the bejeebers out of me. Who should we not be talking to? Depending upon the size of your business, depending upon the amount of team and support you have. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if you're running a business of 10 people versus 50 people, 100 people, 1,000 people, right? If it's 1,000 people, your core department, right? So who needs to know what's going on in your life, personal-wise, and who doesn't? A great EA, executive assistant, okay, is one of your greatest assets. Needs to be bound by confidentiality. And probably needs to know. And needs to know. Yeah. Because they need to help you navigate your schedule, your priorities, your kids, your calls, your calendar. They need to know. They need to know what's going on. Not, Not necessarily crying to them. They're not your girlfriend. But they need to know, and you need to be clear of this is what's coming down. This is what I know. This is what I don't know. Own up what we don't know. There's a lot of things we don't know in life. 
going through a divorce, a separation, a change in life, we don't know how things are going to come down. And I look at it as a change in life because when I went from being a printer to opening up Slater Success, it was a change in life for me. And there was a lot of things I did not know. But to have the people around me of saying, this is what I know and this is what we're figuring out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so important because I think what bounds most business owners in common is that we're all stretched pretty thin. I know that it definitely ebbs and flows for me, but I'm stretched to my capacity just on a normal week. And then of course things happen and then you're stretched beyond, right? So that's kind of like, I feel like every business owner is already at capacity and then you get thrown these things. And a piece that's really frustrating about divorce that we don't think about is that divorce takes a lot of time. Yes. It takes a lot of time. You have to get all your financial documents in order. You have to make sure you understand what your spending is. You have to go and interview attorneys and find the right attorneys. And maybe the first one wasn't right. And so you're interviewing two or three or four more. And then, of course, you have to meet with them. You have to pull documents. You have to get a hold of your finances. Your finances, as you mentioned, are very often intertwined with your personal finances. And you have to take your high-level responsibility of figuring it out and not just delegating it down to your bookkeeper and your accountant and your CFO, but you need to be involved in that. You have to be able to see these numbers. You as the CEO and the person going through the divorce needs to know what the numbers mean. Not just yeah. get the numbers, but you have to know the meaning behind the numbers. So that takes time. And your family needs time. Your kids need time for you now more than ever. Yeah. So then who in your organization is going to be stepping up and supporting you? So that EA is important. Do you have any other right-hand people? Maybe you were thinking of promoting somebody or hiring somebody or somebody who's been doing an outstanding job. They said, well, we're not really there yet. You know what? Maybe it's time to rethink that. Maybe you've been working with a virtual assistant and you can up those hours. You can up the hours. You can bring somebody in full-time. You can hire a second person for other responsibilities. Yeah, it's really smart getting someone in even at home. I mean, I know for me, Our housekeeper is now able to be back because she is vaccinated. And Ivy... It's a game changer. My God, it is a game changer. I have lost three pounds because I now feel like I have the energy to make dinner instead of ordering pizza because all the kids have to do is say, mom, do you want to order pizza? I'm like, you know, and then I'm, I'm calling... Domino's and I make sure that I get the the breadsticks, the garlic breadsticks that have butter that are really yum, but awful for you. And so making sure that you have help at home too, right? You know, as, as much as possible. And, you know, I know the challenge that these things cost money, but. So there's that expression. I, I know I'm jumping right in here, but there's the expression that goes penny wise and dollar foolish. Okay. And yeah. sometimes we're like, well, this is not the time for I should be spending money. This is not the time yeah. I should, right? I shouldn't be hot bringing in a personal divorce coach to help me because I have to put that money into my business. I'm going to come home and I'm going to do the kitchens and the toilets. I've always said part of the support team is not just the babysitter who yeah. might straighten up a little bit, but yeah. is having a cleaning woman. It's my dry cleaner. I've told this story numerous times because it's a true story, but I call and it, you know, his name's Josh. I'm not going to give business names. And he picks up the phone and the way he runs his business, he has all his clients 
that it's logged in. So when he picks up his phone, he knows who call, who's calling. And he said, oh my gosh. good I love, morning, I love Ivy. Josh. Love Josh. I love good Josh. Good morning, Ivy. How are you today? You have I'm the like, best dry cleaner. <laughs> I'm telling you. Great. Does that? And the other thing, he's, you know, a pleasantry. And when before, previous to the pandemic, I was traveling enormously for business. And I say, Josh, hey, I have the bag. He goes, do you have any trips coming up? What's your schedule? What do you need? So mm-hmm. he had it in his customer service. So it's all part of who is your support team? We think about support teams as being, you know, the virtual assistant, the executive assistant. We think about it being others, but yeah. you're cleaning women because do you, unless it's therapeutic to you, you know, are you working with a psychotherapist? Is it time to bring in a coach for yourself to yeah. help you for emotional support, whatever it is looking like? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I've even a personal trainer to, to get exactly. you. Right. I mean, cause I'm not going to stand that person up. I'm going to actually exercise. And, you know, this morning I, I was with my trainer this morning and I do it because it helps me build energy for my day. Yeah. It doesn't just, yeah. you know, help me keep that pound or two off or get ready for the wedding in the fall with, yes, we're doing all of that. Don't, you know, trust me, we're working on the arms for the dress and hello, you know, how, hello world. Of course, we're doing that stuff. But bottom line is, it helps me build my energy. Yeah. And I need my energy. We all need our energy. Yeah, so much. And I'm so happy. So happy you brought that up. Because as a business owner, as a leader, our energy matters. And we can be saying energetically no to the world or energetically yes. And not even realize it. And so it goes on to the next question I have. And I don't know the answer to this. And I'm really curious about what you're going to say. I am a person. And when I think about Francis Financial, I am very focused on growth. And the reason why I'm focused on growth is because it it helps me continue to learn, right? Different clients, different challenges, different solutions, but my team too. And it gives them career advancement and able to pay them more and career ladder. There are so many great things about it. And so it's very important to us. Someone is going through a crisis, a divorce. Do they need to come to the realization and accept that I need to stop growing during this period and just be okay with it? Which it actually hurts me to say that as I'm saying it. But is that the reality? What do you think? It's an amazing question and it's a scary question. Okay. Because You know, when we look at plants, if you don't feed your plants and help them grow, they die. So there's, I'm never going to say we shouldn't grow. I will say we need to prioritize. Okay. So maybe we Mm -hmm. were on track for X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. Okay. So if we look at the pandemic this past year, several of my clients celebrated that although they didn't have the growth, when we did their, their strategic plans in the end of last quarter of 2019, right, for 2020. So we all know in my, my, my own strategic plan for my company that I did in the fall of 2019, which I always do for 2020, my last live speaking engagement was March 11th, 2020. Okay, so that revenue stream is gone. Yes. Yeah. And that marketing avenue is gone too, because that also feeds your business. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. And then I had other clients that were maybe not in that situation, but right. 
things happen. The plan that was created yeah. in the fall of 2019 was not the plan that was executed in 2020. And I think it's a very, very parallel example. So then what we did is we stopped and we looked at what is showing up, what's working in your business right now, what's not working, and how mm -hmm. do I'm going to go back to reprioritize. Okay. So we did, this wasn't working, but now we're seeing this, yeah. you know, we have these people available to do this. So maybe the CEO and what they were touching is not going to be as relevant, but maybe there's a whole other thing that could be touched and grown during this time as you delegate down. What you're talking about, which is so beautiful, is, is really just trusting in yourself to be able to pivot. Few of my clients were like, you know what? We didn't grow last year. And guess what? It was a wildly challenging year. Our revenue stayed the same. And what we accomplished in marketing has made an impact in the first quarter of 2021. Yeah. Yeah. So again, it's just looking at things freshly, looking at them from a new perspective. If you were on track for 20%, 30% growth in the original plan for whatever year you're in, and then you have an unexpected crisis or, a, plan or a, a major shift in your world, then you look at the growth plan and say, what needs to be adjusted here? This yeah. we can execute on, this we can't. And yeah. something, Stacey, a colleague of mine said something to me very many, many years ago. I'm a person who lives for the damn goal. Okay. I know you do. <laughs> I really do. I love a goal. I could talk about it now. Uh, and a bunch of years ago, I set some lofty goals for myself and somebody in my support team in a group that I was the business leadership group I was participating in. I was really upset. I was like, I'm not going to make it. I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to make it. And she was like, you know what, Ivy? I talk to you every week as part of accountability. It's not that you haven't shown up a hundred percent. So let's look at what change shifted to what? And we, we looked at it and she said, well, what if you make the goal? You just need three more months to make it. In? And that was my breath. I was like, oh yeah. gosh, give me another yeah. 90 days. Absolutely. Because yeah. you know, traction yeah. was picked yeah. up here and there. So sometimes it's not about, I'm not going to grow the business or I'm going to pause the business. There's been many, many times in my life that I look at people and I was like, you can't pause a company. You can take a pause, but you can't pause a company. And if you're going to take that pause, who's the leader and are they qualified and how are they going to lead? And are you ready to step in once they start leading their way Yeah, and know it's going to shift? And I'm going to share this that I don't know if you know this. So I have always worked with a business coach and the coaches I work with tend to be working with similar types of firms, wealth management firms, but I've never gone more than a period of nine months without that support for the last 20 years. And I just have to say how worth it it is because over the last 20 years, my mother passed away and was flying down to Florida every other week. I had two maternity leaves with children and how key and how important it is just to have that person. And as your friend did for you, what I love about that role is also just being a cheerleader. Sometimes we need cheerleaders, you know, and I, and I think about my daughter, she changed schools the year before and the grades she was getting in the new school were dismal. I mean, I'm like an A student 
maybe I'd get an A minus in school. I was one of the, I was the annoying nerd. I re, I'll be honest. And so as a mom, it was very hard to see my my daughter doing awful in school. And we got her tutoring and she did a lot better, but it's one of those things too where we didn't expect her to be able to learn all this stuff overnight. We knew that it was going to take it was going to take months and months. In fact, it took about a year yeah. for her to really catch up. And, you know, not to spoil the story, but in, in Latin, she still sucks. But I'm okay. I'm okay that she sucks at Latin. And you know what? That's all right. But I think what's interesting is that sometimes we need someone to be our cheerleader. We need someone to be our, our coach, our consultant, because often we don't have the same compassion for ourselves as we would for, like I have for my daughter. It's very true. So as we're complete disclosure, I've worked with coaches for years, hundred mm-hmm. percent, because if I didn't, I would stay a hundred percent immersed in my client's business and forget to focus on Slater's success right? as its own entity, yeah. as it's, yeah. as a growing entity. The next book would never have gotten started yeah. because I would continue to put it off speeches, development, branding, everything else, because I'm focused on my clients. Yeah. So it pulls us back and holds us accountable mm-hmm. to focus on our own organizations. And with that, this past year, I had the full time taking care of my mom. She moved in with me May of 2020. And the doctor said, uh, you can't have any age. You can't have people coming in and out of your home. You can't. And I'm like, Okay. And, and I was a hundred percent caregiver as I was running the business, as I was helping my clients pivot their businesses. So again, that unexpected, wow, I didn't see this one coming. And we step up. And when I was upset that something wasn't working well in my business, my coach was my cheerleader. She said, well, let's look at all the things you didn't plan for doing. What else you didn't plan for doing right now? And let's look at your bandwidth and not your count, just your calendar bandwidth, your emotional bandwidth right now. Because again, back to that, it takes energy. Yeah, it does. It does. And being a business owner, it just takes a lot of energy every day. And there are two pieces I'd love to hear more Mm -hmm. about. So if a woman's listening today and she's realizing that she hasn't built out her team of people she can rely on, of other business owners, people that she can talk to and really open up to, whether that's a mastermind group or do you have any resources that you would suggest for her? There's a variety of resources out there. Okay. So number one, again, first thing to do, ask your network, ask your professional team. And if you don't have them, you get them in place. <laughs> a thousand, per, a thousand yeah. percent. I've had the same attorney for eons and he'll call me up and say, hey, uh, I'm working with a client and, and, and I'm seeing this. And you have, would you just have a conversation with them, Ivy, and, and, and see what resources you either you or somebody you know have for them? Yeah. Right. So reach out to your professional team. You know, a lot of a bunch of networking groups have masterminds within the networking groups. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Again, yep. the next extension of something that, that can be very helpful at a very reasonable investment and community, Yeah, which is wonderful. Yeah. 
you know, I'm thinking off the top of my head, NABO, the National Association of Women yes. Business Owners, Vistage, Elevate, WPO, Women's President's Women's Organization. Women's Association, yep. TAB. Yep. What I does run TAB women... stand for? T-A-B. Oh. Okay. Well, well, you just look up TAB and networking, everyone listening. Right. <laughs> so, um, and we're going to put all of these pieces, just for everyone listening, we're going to put links to all these organizations that we're talking about in the show notes. So you don't even have to worry about it. So it's going to be right there. I run a couple of women's leadership roundtables. And uh, that's my next question. How yeah. do people reach out to you? Because I can imagine that a lot of people are interested in those women leadership roundtables. And are they virtual? Could it be that, you know, because I know women are listening from all over the country here. Well, thank you, the pandemic. They're all virtual currently. Exactly. Yes. Uh, where the so ladies are like, like, like New York, New York, an East Coast and a West Coast, because I was traveling a lot. <laughs> Currently, everything is virtual and is going to remain virtual for a while. Reach out to me. That's what either LinkedIn, Ivy Slater on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. Reach out through www.slatersuccess.com. There's a content page. Just so you know, as much as it's CC'd to my assistant, it also, every one of those comes directly into my inbox. That's beautiful. Because yeah, and, again- And you're very as, responsive. Very responsive. I'll say 24 hours, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe too responsive. Maybe too responsive. I, I'll yeah, give myself a 24-hour bandwidth on that. <laughs> yeah. And just everyone listening to, we'll, we'll put links directly to Ivy's LinkedIn and her contact page on the on her homepage, uh, or on her website. And also when, when you're on LinkedIn, check out, Ivy has a wonderful LinkedIn live program. With some was just really good stuff. I was, I was so much fun. I've never done LinkedIn live. Like I've done so many things, but I've never done that. And I, it was really, I have to say it was really cool. Really cool. So yeah, well, thank I, you. I, Ivy. you know what? Here's something I'm going to share. Cause this was an email that I got in my inbox either the end of the day yesterday or this morning, I responded this morning, but it was somebody who listened to one of the LinkedIn live shows and she sent me a personal note. She said, I just want to thank you for having this person on as a guest. I reached out to them via LinkedIn. We are now doing some business together and referring other business together. Wow. Isn't that and, great? No, it, great. At, when before, you're able to connect the, people and at 920, I was in tears. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was, this is, this is the, the heart of what we do is, is making these connections and showing up and showing up for the people we care about and for showing up for others. Yeah. Yeah. Ivy, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank and you, Stacey. This has been wonderful. Great. And everybody listening, don't worry. Links to all of those fantastic resources that Ivy shared, they're right there in the show notes and all of Ivy's contact information too. Thank you for tuning in. I'm so happy that I was able to interview Ivy and have her talk about some pretty deep, deep stuff. And I don't think of anything really can go much deeper than having to lead through crisis. And many of us are dealing with crisis that is imposed by the outside world with COVID. But for those of you going through a divorce or investigating whether a separation might be right, well, you've got that much more stress and anxiety that you have to manage. She gave some great tips on how we can stay on track, meet those goals, how we can make sure that we don't become overwhelmed, that we can still focus on the short-term and long-term achievements 
that we want to go after. And most importantly, shares wisdoms, tips, and advice on how we can put that support network in if for some reason we don't have it. And talking about support, one of the biggest sources of anxiety that we talked about was it's money. I mean, it's not the number one most important thing in, in our life. I, obviously, our family is our health, but money's important. Money gives us security. Money gives us peace of mind. And if you feel like you don't have that, please reach out. Just shoot me an email and we'll talk. We'll take a look, see where you're at, see if you're on track, see if there's any tweaks that could be made to, to put you in a better position. There's no charge. And I have to tell you, I love doing this work. It's the best, best part of my job. And my email is stacy at francisfinancial.com, S-T-A-C-Y at francisfinancial.com. Please reach out. We're here for you. And this podcast is here for you too. We'll be coming at you every other week. Thank you for tuning in. And please do share with any other women who can really benefit from this advice because the one piece that's really important for you to know is that you're not alone. We're here with you. Thank you so much.